the title today, or what we'll be looking at, it's simple, it's straightforward. It's just one of the parables in the scripture. And that parable, um, it's a very good one in the sense that Jesus told that parable. And in the same way, he explained it. So there won't be any ambiguity. There won't be any misinterpretation. Jesus told it and he explained it. It's just for us to go through it. And I pray that as we go through the word this morning, is what will minister unto us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So let's check quickly um, the book of Luke um, 8. So we'll, we'll do 4 to 8 where Jesus told the parable. And we'll also do 11 to 15 where he explained or gave the interpretation of the parable. It's someone opening that. It's, um, it's media helping with that. Luke 8, 4. So we can read this together. So the, the first one will be 4 to 8. Okay? When a great multitude had gathered and they had come to... Ah, that's too, that was too quick. Ah, okay. When a great multitude had gathered, God will make us a great multitude here in the name of Jesus. And they had come to him from every city. He spoke by a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. And it was trampled down. And the belts of the air devoured it. Some fell on rock. And some, as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. Verse 7, and some fell and some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. But all the fell on good ground. Someone say good ground. Sprang up and yielded a crop a hundredfold. When he had said this thing, he cried, he who has ears to hear, let him here. So let's jump into um, 11 to 15. It's good to read scripture together. Amen. Amen. Now the parable is this. That was Jesus talking. The seed is the word of God. And that's why I said no ambiguity. You know, if Jesus has not interpreted it, maybe I will have come and be saying seed is something else. Amen. Jesus said the seed is the word of God. Amen. 12. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their heart. Let them should believe and be saved. 13. But the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. And these have no root. Who believe for a while and in time of temptation fall away. 14. Now the ones that fell among thorns are those who when they have heard go out and are choked with cares. Someone say cares. Riches and pleasures of life and bring no fruit to maturity. 15. But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who haven't heard the word with a noble and good at keep it. Someone say keep it. 
and bear fruit with patience. God, again, interpret your word so clearly in the heart of men this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Four different types of, um, I'll, I'll title this for, for media if you want a title. The same seed, different results. Amen. Someone said the same seed, different results. I, I think I'm right with this interpretation. The seed there is the same. Okay? Different results. Um, for, for scientists amongst us, um, you, could, you could keep you know, a component or a factor constant and vary the other one to see what will happen. You are, you're, you're experimenting. Am I still talking? Am I making sense? The scientists amongst us. Amen. I need to be careful now. Amen. Um, so, the, the word is constant, okay? So, what varies that sort of determines the result we get? The soil. And the soil is our heart. So, don't, let's just go straight to that interpretation, you know, to the meanings of those, you know, key words. Um, the word of God, we all know how true, how powerful the word of God is. And God was giving me this message as a follow-up to all that we've heard in the past about the promises of God. I remember um, two, three weeks ago, we talked about the heart yielding our increase. Perfect promise of God for us. We all caught it. We all got it written down. I'm sure we're all running um, by it. Last Sunday as well, we were taught about the promises of God. These are seeds sown into our hearts. But the result we get depends on the condition of our hearts. Amen. So if, you, if you've heard those promises of God, and the word of God comes in different forms. The some days, the word will come to rebuke us. The word will come to encourage us. The word will come to remind of us of his promises. But in all of those categories, what we do with the word, the manifestation of the word of God in our lives, depends on how we receive it. And how do we receive it? The condition, or what do we receive it with? With our hearts. So it now depends on the condition of our hearts. So let's now see four types of soil, which represents our hearts. It's talking about the first one is, I can talk about this very, very well because I was once a farmer. When I met my um, wife at uni, she won't believe I was a farmer. Um, you know, I would do big boy on campus. But immediately after the holiday, I mean on holiday, I'm back in my village farming. And she won't even know that the produce or the, the money I realized from the farming is the one I'm coming to Buga on campus. Amen. So I, I, I understand this very well. And I feel that because just like you have IT now, you have, you know, procurement, you have accounting, you have um, finance and all of that. The predominant... Uh, um, 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 the, the predominant occupation then was agriculture. And in fact, I would say it's easy to teach with agriculture because it's very, very close to nature. It's something that everybody will understand. 
Amen. And I would say it's the oldest occupation, I should say, agriculture. So you could understand that perfectly. Amen. So the first one is talking about the wayside. Okay. What are the characteristics of the soil described or are hard described as the wayside? It said the ground is hardened and compacted. You know when you've been working on the paths way, you know, after so many people working on it, it's compacted, it's hardened. So you won't really expect any seed sown on that soil to germinate, to produce any results, okay? Plus the fact that when those seeds are sown, they're trampled on. Amen. And the seed falls on the surface and does not penetrate the soil because the soil is hard. Are we following? And Jesus, like he said, Jesus took his time to tell us what this meant. Amen. And he says, this represents those who hear the word. They hear it. Amen. If you look at that scripture, they hear the word. And to be honest with you, hardly, if you take the statistics, hardly can you find any population that would deny that they haven't heard about the word of God, that would deny that they haven't heard about Jesus. When we go out for evangelism, what they will say is, oh, I'm not religious. They've heard about it. Even as we're Christian, we've heard about other religions. Amen. So they've heard about it. So it says, those are the people that hear the word, but devil comes and take away the word out of their hearts so that they do not believe and be saved. This, this is really consistent with the word of God because it says um, we, we, we have faith by hearing the word of God. And there's also a connection between our faith and salvation. It says true faith you're saved to the grace of God. Amen. So by the time the devil stops you from hearing the word of God, then he cuts that link. He cuts that possibility of you being saved. And when we're talking about salvation here, the key one is the salvation of our souls. Okay? But there's another connectivity or connection between the word you're hearing and being saved from all the things in life. You know, we're talking about poverty. Poverty in itself, it's something that we need to be saved from. You know, sicknesses are things that we need to be saved from. So when we hear the word of God, the reason we're hearing the word of God is that the word of God should deliver us from all of those, you know, things. But then when the devil has taken the word of God from our hearts, because our heart is hardened, then it profits us nothing. Amen. And I believe and I pray that that won't be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, I've talked about the fact that without faith, nobody, you know, pleases God. And that's what devil does. Because he has not allowed that word of God to stay in your heart, to trigger faith. And practically, you cannot please God. Amen. It says without faith. That's clearly in the scripture. I'm not making that up. It says in um, the book of Hebrews. 11.16, if you just want to note that down. Amen. So let's look at what devil does here. Let's look at what devil does. Um, let's look at 2 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians uh, verse, um, chapter 4, 
verse 4. If you can, please um, have that on the screen. Let's read that together. Whose mind the God of this age has blinded? Some scriptures, I mean, some translation will say blindfolded. Who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. That's what the devil does. You remember when we were teaching about the mirror of the word of God? Amen. So what devil does straight away is to blindfold you, put a veil so that you do not believe the word of God. Amen. Amen. So the second one, quickly, the rocky ground. The rocky ground. And I've, I've just got the summary of what happened on the rocky ground. So the rocky ground, if you look at that rocky ground, I think we need a bit of an explanation to that. The rocky ground says when the seed falls on it, 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 it sprout or um, sprang out. But you, you feel if it's rocky, there's no way it will, it will spring up at all. What the scripture is saying here is the, the, the top surface is the normal soil. And that's why I said earlier on that if you've been to, um, if, if, you, if you've been engaged in farming like me, you understand this. The top one is the normal soil, fatter one. But just beneath it, there's a rock. So that's why when the seed drops in first, it grows. But in an attempt to now develop roots, to absorb moisture, that's where the barrier is. So the rock creates that barrier. Because if it had been on the rock directly, there's no chance. In fact, the rock will have, will have been worse than the hardened um, pathway. Are you getting me, church? So the, there's, there's a normal soil then in, I mean, beneath that immediately, there's a rock. Okay? When we now say, fell on the rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it's withered away because it lacked moisture. Amen. Amen. Received the, but the one on the rock had those who, when they hear, received the word with joy. Yeah, we, 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 we will come to that. Okay. So we're talking about roots. Amen. Amen. Are we, are we together? Is it getting too boring now? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tap to your, I mean, tap your neighbor. Say, are you listening? Amen. Amen. Maybe I should do quiz after this to, to make sure everybody's listening. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. So, we're talking about the rocky one. Amen. And because it could not develop roots to absorb moisture, we're going to, maybe we're just going to stop on this and we'll, we'll carry on next Sunday on this teaching if I know and um, we're unable to finish it. So we're going to look at what does it mean to have a root? Amen. Two key words here, root and abs absorption of moisture. That's very, very important for the seed to grow. You know, the, the, the seed as it is, it has um, the shell Okay, that shell needs to crack. And the only thing that can crack it is the moisture it absorbs. 
okay? When he absorbs the moisture, he cracks it. Then it starts to grow. When it starts to grow, it develops roots. In fact, I, I brought out um, a picture of a decaying seed that is just growing. You will see how beautiful, how beautiful it looks. So when it starts to grow, it now develops roots that taps more into the soil to absorb nutrients. And I'm sure we did all of this in our elementary agriculture. Okay, let's, let's, let's look at you know, the spiritual perspective of that. So moisture represents essential elements that nourishes and sustain the growth of the seed. The moisture we're talking here can be likened to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Can someone hear that? The moisture we're talking about here can be likened to the Holy Spirit. As you're hearing the word of God, if the Holy Spirit is not giving you the right interpretation in your heart, if the Holy Spirit is not helping you with the doing, if it's just the hearing of the word of God, there's no difference between you and those out there described in, you know, scenario one. They heard it and the devil just took it away. But it's the Holy Spirit of God that helps you to be able to do what the word of God instructs you to do. It's the, it's the only spirit of God that cracks you broken, you know, that breaks you, that breaks all of those bad habits in your life and help you to develop a root that you are well-rooted and established in the word of God. Amen. I will, I will, I will tell us some scripture to, 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 to buttress this. It said the seed itself stored nutrients that serve as a source of energy and nourishment for the emerging plant. The seed itself. And this is really perfect, honestly. Because the word of God has got everything we need. Just as the seed, you know, stored nutrients and nourishment. It is that, you know, the nourishment in the seed that first got broken. That give the seed the energy it needs, the nourishment it needs to start growing. And that is exactly the word of God. Amen. And first, first Peter 2, 2, it says, Like newborn babies, long for this pure spiritual meek, that by it they may grow into salvation. That is talking about the word of God. Amen. Then the moisture. The moisture. You know, most of all, it's very, very, you know, important for, for seed to germinate. It helps to activate, you know, um, sciences. It helps to activate enzymes within the seed. You know, the nutrient we said in the seed, it broke it open. It, the, 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 now leading to the breakdown of the stored nutrients. Amen. And it starts to initiate the growth. The most all, Helps. I like this. It said the moisture helps to soften the seed coats, allowing the roots to emerge. You know, we're saying that's what the Holy Spirit does. He helps, he softens your heart. Amen. He said, and he's talking about, you know, people with uh, um, stoning hearts. And until those stoning and are turned to soft one, you really can't go far as a Christian. But that's the, what the Holy Spirit does for us. But it's, 
Amen. And so just as the seedling roots absorb water and nutrients from the soil, when we delight in and meditate in the word of God, our lives become rooted and fruitful. And that's why he's saying in that Psalms, you know, one, um, Psalms one, um, two to three, the one we like to read, that will be like a plant um, planted by the rivers of water because it's drawing water, nutrients, you know, at the right season, at the right time, and it's helping with the growth. That is what the word of God does for us. Amen. So, the Holy Spirit refreshes us as Christians. Let's look at John 7, 37 to 38. John 7, 37 to 38. John 7, 37 to 38. And he said, on the last day of the feast, the great day, on the last day of the feast, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. And you believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart shall flow rivers of the living water. Out of his or her heart shall flow rivers of the living water. It's the living water that gives us that spiritual refreshment. It's the Holy Spirit that helps us with growth and transformation. You know, we keep talking about getting us transformed by the love of God. When the word of God is sown into our heart, it's the Holy Spirit of God that nourishes it, that helps it to grow us and to transform us to the image of Christ. And let's look at Galatians 5, 22 to 23. Galatians um, 5, 22 to 23. We know this, the, 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 the fruit of the Spirit here. He said, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. That is the fruit that we're able to bear when we have the Holy Spirit in us. Amen. I pray that God will help us in Jesus' name. Let me see if I can get to the third one, which is the turning soil. Turning soil. Remember our theme. The same seed, different results. The turning soil. What did the Bible say about the turning soil? It said, there's nothing wrong with this soil. Nothing. The soil is good. The content of the soil, the composition of the soil is good. It will grow. And that's, that's what we have. I think most of us Christians who say we are matured most possibly fall in this category, 21. The soil is good. Your heart is good. Great guy. You know, you come to church, you listen to the word of God and all of that. But what happens? Because the, this is why I said the soil is good. Because the seed grows. Amen. Let's look at that um, thorny soil. And the, 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 it fell on the thorn, I mean, among thorns. And the thorn 
sprang up with it and choked it. Eight. Amen. What I can deduce for the turning soil is the seed actually grows. Amen. Do, do you agree with that? It grows and only that the soil also allows thorns to grow with it. And what's the disadvantage of that? It shocks it. Amen. So the soil is good. You know, most Christians were prepared hearts. We've come to hear the word where we're, we're eager. You know, we, we want to run with it. But whether knowingly or unknowingly, tongues also grow alongside the word of God. And so what are the tongues? What are the tongues? What are the tongues? Yeah, as someone who is used to, uh, you know, farming and all of that, you know, sometimes if you still remember elementary agriculture, we call it miscropping. You know, you're planting one seed, you know, you plant another one, but it's based on the knowledge that, they will, they will co-grow, you know, without doing arms to, you know, each other. But there's sometimes that maybe, you know, the level of their goats or maybe the timing of the planting, they, they, they become, you know, uh, uh, um, counterproductive. Amen. You know, so, so, sometimes you're doing some things alongside the word of God. You're doing something alongside the promises of God. You're doing something alongside what God asked you to do. And that's why you still see some Christians, they will come, they will hear the word of God, they will pray, but they will still be going, you know, at the back to one Adderley somewhere. Amen. They will still be doing some things to self-help. That's really what I describe as a turning soil. Because that word grows. You know, you are convinced You've sang about his faithfulness. You've sang about what he's done for you in the past. You've claimed the word. You've written it down. You're confessing it. But, you know, secretly, you're still going somewhere else. It will shock it. It will shock it. And at the end of the day, it will be counterproductive. And that's why I said it could either be what you're doing intentionally or knowingly. Amen. You know, sometimes, you know, you just plant depending on, you know, the soil and the wheat and thorns, you know, they, 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 they spring up. Amen. You don't know about that. And that's where, again, you need the help of God to help you get rid of the thorns and the weeds. Amen. That are growing alongside the word of God. And I describe thorns. I say thorns are... The, the, the very, if, you're, if you've been on the farm, it's something that you avoid because they're very, very dangerous. You know, they've developed this um, structure that could cause, you know, physical harm to you. They, 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 they could cause physical harm to your skin and all of that. They could cause, you know, cross damage. And what are those things? Bible mentioned it. Care of the world. I've just given a very good example. Care of the world. Amen. You've heard about the word of God, but the care of the word. You know, we talked about the fear. We talked about, you know, suggestion from the devil. You know, you've heard about the word of God. You're, you're holding on to it, but the devil is just coming with this subtle suggestion. Are you sure that's going to work? Are you sure you don't need to try this alternative way? Are you sure you don't need to do this? You don't need to do that. That's the suggestion from the pit of hell. And that's the tongue. That devil is trying 
to you know plan into your heart alongside the word of God so that you don't become the Christian, the son and daughter of God that God wants you to be. And I pray for deliverance for anyone who is in that position this morning in Jesus' name. I think we can round up with the good soil. With the good soil. You know, when we're talking about the turning, the um uh, uh, um, the rocky, in a way, we, we've been, you know, gravitating towards the good soil. The good soil. The good soil is fertile. We're prepared. Amen. The good soil is, um, the seed falls into the deep, rich soil and take root. Amen. The soil allows for proper growth and development of the plant. It produces a good harvest. I pray that we will produce good harvest as Christian in the mighty name of Jesus. And the, Jesus said that this represents those who hear the word, they understand it, and they hold. Let, let, yes, let's 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 read it so we we, we we get this clearly. But the one that fell on the good ground are those who. Haven't heard the word with a noble and good heart. Keep it and bear fruit with patience. They hold on fast to the promises of God. You know, when we talked about the heart will yield its increase. When we talked about the Father, God will solve that problem. When we talked about the Father, God will heal that sickness. When we talked about the Father, God will make you productive and fruitful in that way. What will expect at someone with a good heart liking to the good soil is to hold on fast to it. Amen. It's to hold on fast to it. It's the word of God we're talking about. And I'm sure God has something in stock for us as a church. That's why he's taking us through all of these things. You know, someone was talking yesterday that church has become a place where, you know, we don't talk about the serious things again. We just shout and everybody goes. Nothing to really sustain our spiritual life. Amen. And I'm sure God is taking us through, you know, stages of building ourselves as strong Christians. We hold on to his word. Amen. He said, this book of law shall always be on our lips. We shall meditate upon it day and night. That we may be careful to do everything, everything written in it. Then our way will be prosperous and successful. That's, that's the foundation. But unfortunately, Christians go after the mirage. We go after secondary things. We go after secondary things without knowing you know, what we believe in, without knowing what divines us as a people. Amen. Amen. And James 1, James 1.22, it said, do not just listen to the word. Because it means you're deceiving yourself. But say, do what it says. Do what it says. 
And I just want to mention again, if it's in the area of conforming to the image of God, conforming to the character of God, I want, you, you know where the word is eating you this morning. You know where the word is ministering to you. You know where the Holy Ghost is pointing to this to you as a person, as an individual. I just want you to, you know, prepare your heart. Pray to God. Pray to the Holy Spirit. That God will give you understanding of his word, of his promise in the name of Jesus.